Scientist Frank. Yes, Scientist Fenner? Have you heard the terrible news in the Science World Weekly? Yes, oh yes I have. Scientist Johnny and Scientist Trevor had a terrible accident. Well, to be fair, they've had many terrible accidents. But I think this one may be the worst. This one's stuck, it seems. But maybe there's something we can do. Their minds are too brilliant to let die forever. I agree. We must save their minds. There's only one way to do this. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I'm thinking what you're thinking. Wait, what are you thinking? Cryogenically freeze them. I didn't want to say that word, but I agree. Cryogenically. You're saying it beautifully. Thank you. We have their bodies right here. Let's cryogenically freeze them. Nailed it. Thank you. All right, whoop, here's the process. Slide this corpse in here. Uh, there's another corpse. Let's, man, these are heavy corpses. These corpses are flabby and out of shape. They were definitely not physical scientists. No, they must eat a lot of food uh, of the Chinese variety. Here we go. Let's push them in. Oh, they won't. They'll barely fit. I, I need a sledgehammer. Yeah, let's. <laughs> All right, let's get our sledgehammers out. We'll we'll work those bodies in there. Here we go. Thank you. Okay, alright. Oh, man. Okay, we did it. Cool. I'm hitting the button to freeze them now. They should wake up in the year 2050. Oh, and their brilliance can really be respected and used to make society better. If there is a... Uh, if there is a... You can do this. <laughs> I forgot what voice I had for a moment. <laughs> if there even is a society at that point... I think there will be. Okay. Speaking of societies, is there, is there a, is there a good podcast you've listened to lately? Nope. Welcome to the last, huh? Episode of Retro Blessed. I am Johnny. And I am Trevor. Thank you for joining us. We very much appreciate it. This is going to be a special episode. Stay tuned to the end because we have an announcement to make. Yes. I know our last very special announcement was a little discouraging to some of you. Yes. But this one... May or may not be the same. May or may not be. <laughs> we don't know. So stick around to the very end. <laughs> it depends on your opinions of things. And uh, if you tune in for a new retro game this week, this we're, is not the episode for you. That's right. We're sorry. We decided that uh, we're going to make us a retrospective of Retro Blist. But we're still going to be talking about some retro games, so don't tune out. Because right. we have not one, not two. Whoa. But three top ten lists coming your way this episode. So if you love that, then... (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't love that, then... (sighs) Just throw this podcast away. Yeah, which you probably already did by now, I would assume. If you don't... I love top ten lists. I guess I didn't consider the fact that some people may not like lists. How can you not like a top ten list? I don't know. I don't think my wife really cares about them. Well, let's let's make this personal. So there goes that person. (laughs) Uh, I just love top ten lists, so we're going to do no fewer than three in this episode. That's right. Maybe four. <laughs> Maybe four, yeah. I, don't, I didn't I actually don't, count how many we did. I don't have a fourth one. <laughs> top ten things Johnny should never say. Welcome to Retro Blist. <laughs> yep. Oh, those, all those times yep. that I got censored. <laughs> um. So yeah, this episode is titled The End, with a little question mark. And 
just to give you a quick idea of what to expect, you know our usual end of year specials. We're kind of we're not exactly going to do that. We're going to do a sort of end of series special, right? So we already explained this, didn't mark. we? Yeah. Yes. End of series. Series? Question mark. Yeah. Here we go. First of all, uh, this is our. This is going to have a lot of fan interaction with it. This is a fantastic episode. That I, I didn't like that. You didn't don't, like that. Don't line? do that again. Okay. <laughs> I'm proud of you for trying. I'm going to hang my hat. That there we go. There you go. Right. PG. Uh, I, me myself, took it upon I, me myself, okay, to uh, to put it out there to the blisters out there, the blisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they wanted to ask us anything on this special episode, Trevor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they, we got some questions from them. No. We do, we do, we do. Uh, first question. Are you ready for this one? Yes. From Daniel Chavez. He's got three. We'll take them one at a time. The first one is, what is our latest gout update? Trevor. How's your gout? I don't think I've had any gout, though I had about a week where I was starting to wonder. My foot was just sore all week. Yeah. But I cannot confirm nor deny that it was gout, and I'm fine at the moment. Uh, well. So that was that. Same. I'm okay. Okay. We're good. <laughs> all right. Trevor, favorite Chinese takeout dish? Well. Here's a spoiler alert. We just had Chinese food. Yes. 30 minutes ago, tops. Yeah. I'm still, when I burp it, I still taste it. I had General So chicken. I had sesame chicken. That's kind of what we stick to most of the yeah. time. With I rice. love the crispy spring rolls. Um, We didn't get what we usually get, though. The cheese wontons. The wontons. I love a good wonton. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Trevor, and the, here's his real question. He okay. Says. So we answered his fake ones. Okay. Now it's time for his real one. What game would you erase from memory so you could go back and experience it for the first time? That is a good question. I think I'm actually going to go with Zelda Ocarina of Time. Because when I think about it, that game still provided... Mm, it's hard between that and Mario 64. Because both of those games sort of felt like something epic and new. And I just couldn't believe it. So, I guess you'd have to also race a lot of other games for it to be as epic. But I'm going to go with Zelda Ocarina of Time to experience it the first time. Going out on the Hyrule field on Epona um, was something that just hadn't happened before. Just the the scope of it, the feeling that this is a real world. I mean, it might seem obvious now with games like Red Dead Redemption, but at the time it was just... And it's still an amazing game, so I'm going to pick it. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I My original thought was Bioshock, the very first Bioshock. Mm, yeah. But in keeping with our theme of retro games, because that's kind of just, just past retro. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I think, Mario 3. Yeah. Just because the sheer, like, the sheer, I remember when I first played it, my mind being blown mm-hmm. of what Mario could do. 
The fact that it was just head and shoulders better than the first one, which was saying a lot, because I love that first one. Yeah. And I just love, I remember, I remember that first experience of playing Mario 3 so well. And so, like, when I first got the raccoon tail, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, just all those moments. Sound so, I think I'd pick that one. That's a good pick. I remember at the end of the levels where you run behind the stage. Yeah. Like, that kind of blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing's kind of a play. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think my little kid mind grasped that aspect. No, I didn't realize that's what I was doing at all. Yeah. But. All right, Trevor, next. Uh, Timmy Mac. After a rough day, what is your favorite, quote-unquote, feel-good game to unwind and relax play? Please add any other... Oh, that's the next question, so we'll just leave that. Uh, is there a game you like to play that helps you kind of relax a little bit? I'll give a real answer in a second, but right now my current answer is Horizon Chase Turbo, which our fans, a lot of them have checked it out. It's a great game. Go download it. That game's not getting enough love. It is for me, but it's not from the general public. Um, But in like the grand scope of life, a good unwind game. I hate to just say Donkey Kong Country, but I can't think of anything better right now. I guess I'll go with that. Although, it's, I know you're going to say it's stressful, but it's a weird kind of unwind for me. No, I and mean, it's just different people. Yeah. Like, I would never say you're wrong. Uh, I wouldn't play it if I wanted to. Yep, you're <laughs> to wrong. <be> unstressed. <laughs> uh, I'd probably go uh, with one of the Ninja Turtle beat em ups. That's a good choice, yeah. Because you kind of can turn your mind off a little bit, but it's still a quality game you're playing. I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to say any of the Ninja Turtle beat em ups. Because you can turn your mind off, but you still got to interact with it yeah, yeah so yeah all right uh what are some of your other hobbies some other hobbies i think people know mine because i've done a couple of board game episodes yeah i want to go ahead and say that you kind of i always kind of liked board games i mean even when we were kids we would still play some of the yeah. uh you know we played monopoly junior together yeah. <laughs> which we discussed has no decisions in it at yeah. all so i was very good at that game yeah <laughs> so i kind of loved board games to start with but you really kind of brought them back and i think our whole, our whole little group sort of has this as a hobby now, is board games. Yeah. If I'm proud about anything in life, it's kind of that I brought board games to our little community. Yeah. Um, but board games, and I don't know if it's a hobby. I guess it kind of is, but I do own uh, an inappropriate amount of Lego sets. <laughs> inappropriate. Inappropriate, yeah. I own, like, all the Lord of the Rings, all the Hobbit ones, a couple of castles, an entire city. <laughs> Daniel Chavez can attest to the point where yeah. you have a whole Lego city built. In your basement, in in the in the uh, Shire, yeah, and to the point where he saw a train derail. <laughs> yes, a spectacular derailment right in front of his face. That's one of my favorite memories. Yeah. I should have. I didn't add that in our upcoming list, but I should have just not popped to my head. I should have, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those three have pretty been pretty have been consistent for me for years. Yeah, retro games, uh, board games, and Lego. See, I have a lot because there's a lot of stuff I love. I'd have to say. Uh, back when I can afford them, they just got they just get too expensive. Comic books would be one. I love reading those. Uh, Funko Pop, obviously, I'm surrounded by them yep. here in 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 Johnny Land. Yeah, uh, there's a few, quite a few. I have well over a hundred in box, by the way. Uh, and uh, just probably anything nerdy. <laughs> yeah, I kind of can get into a little bit, or what people consider nerdy, I guess. They're not really anymore because that's sort of a. I mean, heck, superhero movies rule the box office nowadays. Yeah, so who knows. Uh, Trevor, next up, Christopher Kellogg. Yes. Hmm. Uh, if you could only eat one brand of cereal for the rest of your life, what would it be? General Mills. <laughs> no, just kidding. Kellogg's, obviously. Yeah, it's Kellogg all day long, right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> Game-wise, uh, how do you feel about cheats? Yes or no? I think yes for fun. Uh, if it's a single player or a cooperative game, 
But no, if you're playing against other people and they're not approving it. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I think it kind of depends on which cheat you're talking about. If you're talking about the ones where like you up, up, down, down, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you're kind of everybody's in on it. I have no issues with that. In fact, we use plenty of those for the show. Yeah. Just to see more of the game. Uh, but if what now if it's like if we're playing a split screen game and you're looking at my side, I hate that and you do it all day long. <laughs> yeah. See, I just I gotta say that's part of the game. It's not. You no. can't not do it. You cannot do it. I'd never look at you. I yours. don't have that kind of willpower. <laughs> but yeah, but I think maybe what he's getting at, because I can read his mind, cheats do sometimes damage the game. Yeah. Like, we played that Fire Shark game, mm-hmm. which is a really cool game, but it takes away the challenge and it kind of does hurt the game a little bit. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I could take it or leave it. It just depends on the game. It, I think my favorite, well, what's your favorite kind of cheat? I think mine would be just giving you more lives. Yeah, because it, sometimes it's just about impossible to beat a game. Yeah. Yeah, just something that makes it more possible, but not yeah. overly easy. I, I always hated something that would literally take the challenge out of the game. Yeah. Because then what's the point of playing the game? But if it's going to give me more lives so I can keep trying, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, have you tried Final Fantasy Tactics yet? No, I still have an unopened PlayStation 1 copy that I bought from Toys R Us years ago, and I still haven't played it. It's not that I don't think I like it, it's just devoting my time to a game that I know is going to take a while now, I'm just really bad about not sticking with it. Well, he also he said it's been compared to board games. That's why he brought that game I up. can see that, yeah. I know Tom Vassell, which I'm talking about my hobbies. I'm going to geek out for a minute. Tom Vassell is like the head of the Dice Tower, which is like the biggest hobby board game media outlet. And he Final Fantasy Tactics is his absolute favorite game, video game. And uh, so that makes sense that it appeals to board gamers. So, yeah. All right, so here we go. Douglas DeLecky Jr. Okay. If evil alien beavers become oh, no. our overlords, and they will. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is bound to happen. Do you have an aluminum baseball bat to defend yourselves? Those guys will eat a wooden one. He makes a great point. Trevor, if, no, I'm going to say when mm-hmm. the evil alien beavers attack us, mm-hmm. do you have the appropriate things to defend yourself? Nothing made out of wood, obviously. Hmm. Well, I think I'm just gonna call my my frying pan uh, to pull a little. You gonna call? A, oh, you gonna call your frying pan? Oh, I thought you were gonna pull a little uh, Samwise Gamgee. When he when he said baseball bat, I immediately thought of Ness from Earthbound. So I was trying to think of oh, other, yeah, other yeah. weapons. So I'm gonna go with the frying pan that's like uh, stainless steel. And when you said frying pan, I automatically went Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, <laughs> Samwise. Yeah, Sam used it. Pretty effectively, I may add. I'm going to throw a golem at the beavers. <laughs> Precious. That was all the questions we had, Trevor. Aw. So that's the end of the show, right? All right, see you later. See you guys later. Nope. That's not oh, what we're doing. No. Let's move right into our first award of the show. Do you, are we saying these at the same time? Uh, we should have drummed this up a little bit, probably. Well, that's not How do you style. want to say it? <laughs> Biggest surprise of 2018! Bum, bum, bum. So, Johnny? Yes, Trevor. Um, we each have two runner-ups. Yep. And then our actual winners that we picked. So, biggest surprise game we played for the show in 2018. And FYI, F- yeah, for your information, yeah. I count as soon as I said those letters, <laughs> I yep. doubted myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't seen each other's lists. 
Nope. So any of the stuff we're saying, we we don't know what the other has, has written down. And there will be reactions. Of course. Trevor, what is your first runner-up? My first runner-up? The biggest surprise. There were some good ones this year. Yes. Um, I'd think about it. It's like, wow. My two runner-ups could have been the winner. The first one is Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu, which was an excellent game that we played with Game Dave. Yes, which was a big deal for which us. Which was awesome that he was on our yeah. show. And it was just so much better than it should have been, I think. Do you want to give both your runner-ups? Yeah. Or? Okay. My second runner-up is Dig Dug 2. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. That's a good game. I really enjoyed Dig Dug 2. It's totally different than the original, but it's so cool. Um, All right, right. let me get my runner-ups first. Uh, My first one is Kirby's Dream Course. That was so close for me, yeah. It's just, like, it's... I already love Kirby games, but this was so weird. Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, it's kind of a golf game in a way. Yeah. That I I really love this game. I kind of fell in love with it because of how weird and quirky it is. Uh, Then my other one was Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah. I didn't expect to love it so much. Actually, it's probably because I didn't expect it to be a top-down racing game, kind of like RC Pro-Am or, or uh, you know, Rock and Roll Racing. That, I didn't pick that one because I grew up with it, but I forgot you never played it. Yeah, I never somehow. played it before. Yeah. yeah. It was wild. Well, I, you know what? I probably should have put uh, Kirby's Dream Course as one of my runner-ups. I think I, I must have glazed over it. My yeah. winner, at first I didn't even consider it, but then I thought, no, there's, there's no other choice. My biggest surprise for how much I loved it for 2018... Do you have a guess? Is it Earthbound? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that might sound silly because it's a cult classic, but I had no idea I was going to love it this much. So that was my biggest surprise. I didn't have it as as my biggest surprise because I already knew I loved it. Yeah. Because I'd already kind of played it before. Yeah. So mine is Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. I was wondering why you are quiet. I went back and played this one again. Yeah. Because that, man, it's just so good. It's a yeah. great combination of action and platforming that I don't think gets enough love. Like, it no. kind of gets overshadowed somehow. It's extremely rare on, in North America. And maybe, that's probably part of it, I would, yeah. I would say. I mean, we played the, the Famicom version. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, I mean, it doesn't, and it also helps a lot that we were playing it with Game Dave in a way. But it's cool because it's a game, which I think was our, both of our biggest surprise last year, if I'm not mistaken, Gremlins 2. Yeah. It's it's hard, but it feels very doable. Yes. Which for NES action game is pretty cool. <laughs> right, yes. So, Johnny, um, with the yin, there's got to be a yang. Yeah. So now we're going to jump into our biggest disappointments of 2018. Bum, 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 bum. Would you like to give your runner-ups? I like to cough first. You do that. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take a drink. <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. My runner-ups, this is for biggest disappointment of 2018. The first one, I shouldn't be disappointed in this because it's LJN. But I'm disappointed <laughs> in it because of what the franchise is. And I love these movies. Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. The move, the game is it's just not good. And it's and it's just and it should be like there's so much they could have worked with there, mm-hmm. and I kind of think they had the idea kind of right of uh, sort of like a Jackie Chan's game where it should be like an action platformer type of deal. Yeah, but they man they just did whatever they could to make it not that great. Uh, and my other one would be yeah. uh, the Adventures in Magic Kingdom mm. because anytime I think Nintendo and I think Disney and I think I think Capcom even did that one too. Yeah, if you bring those things together. I normally will love that game. Yeah. This is one of those times where, not that it was 100% terrible, mm-hmm. but it was a major disappointment for me. My first runner-up for biggest disappointment is Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. 
because it should have been good. Yeah, I, re- I really like the idea that you're going through the park and each oh, yeah. each ride is a different mini game, basically. Yeah, the premise I think is very solid, but none of the mini games are great, and only one of them is any good, if I remember right. Maybe yeah. two. Yeah, two of them are okay. Like platform levels. Yeah, yeah. just super disappointing. Um, and my other one, I really thought about this. And this is not a bad game. In fact, I think I gave it a very okay score. But I picked Soldiers of Fortune for the Sega Genesis. Hmm. Because I've heard really good things about that game. And I just don't think we had a blast with it, if I remember right. I remember feeling like it was it was okay. It definitely wasn't the worst. It wasn't no, even no, no. bad. It just I just remember being disappointed after that episode. Yeah. It, it might have been the victim of its own hype. Though. Yeah. All right. Trevor, my winner for biggest disappointment of 2018 mm-hmm. would be... You want to guess what my winner is? I wonder if it's the same as mine. Okay, we're gonna give you clues and see if you can okay. guess. Okay, all right. It's a he's a mascot. Crash Bash. Yes, same as mine. <laughs> okay. <yes. laughs> yep. Wow, we synced up. Yep. Oh man, I really wanted this game to be good. I love Crash. Yep. Uh, I honestly love uh, party games. I mean, I'm a big Mario Party I guy. Love bashing, and I love bashing yeah. stuff. But man, this. If you're going to do a party game, it can't be boring. And I remember getting bored playing this. Yeah. That's it. It was boring. It had a, a, an anemic amount of content until yes. we unlocked it. Yeah. And even then, you realized, holy cow, there's only like five mini games, and everything else is just a variation on that mini game. Yep. It is. It gets some love, I think, from people who grew up playing, it, and I get that. But in hindsight, it was such a lazy cash in, I believe. I agree. Um,. <laughs> we're both, full disclosure, we're both trying not to burp on air from all this Chinese food we ate. We're so professional. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, Crash Bash, my biggest disappointment from this year. I don't know how the show didn't Last get any year. bigger. Yeah. I mean, how do we, yeah. How do, how do we fail so, so brilliantly? <laughs> we failed so hard. We're like a shooting star that burned out quick, except we never shone brightly. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're shooting piece of coal. Yeah, we weren't even a star. We didn't even make it that far. All right. But Johnny. Johnny Yes, Trevor. You go ahead. What were you going to say? Nope. You go ahead. What so what we're going to do, Yep. we've gotten a lot of, and I, I don't want to joke about this, legitimately incredible feedback. Moving, I would even say. When we made the announcement back in the RC Pro M2 episode that we would end the podcast because of reasons, um, we got just amazing feedback, and we're going to try to not miss any of that. We're going to go all the way back, starting with that episode, and we're just going to do a few at a time. And then by the end of the episode, we'll have really shared your thoughts on RetroBliss. Now, did you want me to do Instagram? I think you did, right? Uh, either way. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? I, I already have Instagram. All right, up. go ahead. Uh, if you get there before I do, you can go first. That's the only thing about take out. Let's just start with Instagram until it's done. Let's move to Facebook after that. So I'm on Instagram. Okay. Um, so we'll start out with Michael Thompson. He said, "I got to the end." He's talking about the end of the that episode. Thanos snapped his fingers, and my favorite podcast disappeared. Which is kind of epic and sad. Yeah, but I do love that movie that he's referencing. Untitled Omnibus said, I'm so sad. Um, Do you want me to just read all these on this page? Oh, I didn't know you were already... (laughs) (laughs) We're doing great. Yeah, sorry. I I was already on the other one. I'll go next. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Mike, uh, our buddy Mike, uh, Warp Zone Graphics. Go check out his art on Instagram. Oh, man. So sad. I don't know why I said the first part like it was happy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so wow. sad. But at the same time, happy for you and your wife, Trevor, because we also announced that 
uh, you were to be with child. <laughs> yes. Uh, you'll be missed greatly from my co- uh, from my commute. And then Jerry, terrifying, ah, said, this is terrible news. Retro Blist is one of the highlights of my week. I know having a baby changes your life. Uh, I'd rather the show just be sporadic than killed. Hmm. Nobody would like that idea, though, but him, right? That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go and read Jerry Terrifying's comment. Ah! ah. <laughs> you actually surprised me that time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why or how. <laughs> really done that every time. But anyways, he also commented on the, the Smash Brothers episode, which was the next one. And this is a really heartfelt, longer comment. So I'll go and do this one, and then we'll move on to the next segment, I guess. Uh, Jerry Terrifying said, ah! <laughs> Retro Blist has been one of the most positive influences in my life since I discovered the show. It's been a long time since I've been able to enjoy a video game podcast. Gamergate and the politicizing of video game news over the past few years has had me an all but unplugged from the internet in regards to video games. But then from the south came two voices not embittered by the current climate of the industry. And not even able to speak well. No. <laughs> just goof around and talk about some fun video games for about an hour a week. Whenever there was some whenever there was a game discussed that I had something to say about it, I'd make sure to write an Instagram comment just to hear Johnny feign fright at my spooky screen name. I never did that though. No. For years I was I ran- always genuinely terrified. <laughs> yes. It was always legit. For years I ran a video game podcast that I still haven't officially killed. And occasionally release an episode of it when I find time. Does he not say the name of it? Jerry, you gotta, you gotta, we'd let you plug yourself, bud. Let's see. Whenever you hear this, uh, write in here and tell us what the name of the podcast is. Yeah. I don't want to check it out anyway for myself. Let's see. He says, um. Sorry to throw you off. Oh, yeah. I still haven't officially killed it and occasionally release an episode. And when I find time or have something to say and often consider dividing these two titans of video game discussion onto the show. <laughs> Do you know where the titans of video game discussion? <laughs> I've never been called that. That's pretty humbling. <laughs> onto the show to share with my few diehard listeners the glory that is the Blist Quiz. We'd love to do that. I yeah. think I told him that, that it's not, we're not going to die. We don't plan to die right away. Like physically <laughs> die. So we'll do that. But then he says, <laughs> but me being the lazy procrastinating stooge I am never got around to it. Foolishly believing there would always be time sometime eventually. While working at my second job in the summer where I get to wear headphones, I would gleefully toss Retro Bliss into the rotation to get away from my regular programming of political podcasts and audiobooks to get something lighthearted and family-friendly into my ears. A much-needed and appreciated reprieve from the real world. Which, that part really made me feel good, because that's kind of what we were wanting to do. I think we said that from the very start. Yeah, we wanted this to be something you could kind of get away from, and it didn't matter who was listening to it. Mm-hmm. Anybody could listen to this, and, it, and just be like, you can be like, oh, let's just kind of enjoy this. In fact, I kind of, I remember even tossing around the idea of, of naming it something like that, like the Bliss Cove. Or just something yeah. like this a reprieve. Yeah. Uh, he's, he concludes with, I hope this Instagram at least sticks around so I can check it from time to time in the hopes of the good news that the quintessential, definitive voices of retro video game podcasting find it in their hearts to bless us mere mortals with a triumphant return to podcasting. I will never forget the exchange about the Neo Geo Pocket Color and how I was able to nudge Trevor onto the edge, into, over the edge of becoming one of the lead owners of SNK's prestigious handheld. And that is very true. I blame and thank uh, Jerry Terrifying for convincing me to cross the Neo Geo pocket color line. Uh, do you want to read the next one? I can't. Oh, it's on the same thing. Yeah, let's uh, just finish this one. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Strip Mahjong 
uh, said, uh, that's a weird way to play Mahjong. You ever played it strip, strip wise? Just once. Just once. Did you win or lose? Everybody lost. <laughs> so you lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the announcement show today. Very sad to hear the news, but very much appropriate. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's not what they said. Uh, very sad to hear the news, but very much, but I very much appreciate all the time and effort you guys put into the show. It was always a fun listen, and the show will be missed. But I wish you both luck as you move on to other things. Also, big congrats to Trevor and his wife. Smiley face. Oh, thank you. Scalter. Uh, I think it's been a while since we've heard from him, right? Because I definitely remember yeah. the name. I remember the name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am probably too late, but I just had to write. I was sad to hear the news that the podcast is ending. I talked to a friend at work about it and told him, I know it seems weird. Actually, you want me to try to guess what I think he sounds like? <clears throat> I'll do it. It's a sincere post, so be careful. <clears throat> I know it seems weird. No, that's just, that's, that's me. That's just me being myself. I know it seems weird. I don't even know these guys, but it feels like a close friend is going away. We are, we are going far away. (laughs) Stay tuned for the announcement at the end. I found your podcast at just the right time for me. I think work had been pretty crappy for a while and I was able to sneak a flesh colored earbud and you into one of my ears. (laughs) Listening to your show really had a positive impact. And really made me feel a ton better. Uh, honestly, we got quite a few people saying stuff like this. And, man, I don't know about you, Trevor, but it's it's really wild and very moving. And I never once thought we'd have any sort of... I thought the most was like, well, people get a giggle out, giggle out of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that would have been good enough for me, but man. Yeah, it blew uh, us away. You know, uh, your show helped me through a rough time. I am sad it's going away. On the positive side, which your show, with your show being retro-focused, it won't be as dated as shows. Talking about the latest gaming news, I think so, except for some retro holds. Uh, so yeah. listening, to, <laughs> so listening to the episodes a year or two from now will still feel fresh. That's another good reason. That's another mm-hmm. reason. Also, I thought we had a, a pretty decent idea here that other shows had already done. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Though I hope it's relevant yeah. five years from now and available somewhere. <laughs> I wish you guys all the best, and I will certainly miss the show. Thank you guys for all the good times and for lifting my spirits when I needed it most. Smiley face. All right. So I figure for the next fan feedback, and the fans don't need to hear this, but we'll just continue with Instagram till it's done because there's not that much more on Instagram. All right. And then we can move to Facebook. All right. Now, what are we going to do now, though? We're going to do something very, very serious now. We are. We're moving into some seriousness here. Yep. Let's put on our serious faces. The top 10 things we spent your Patreon money on. Patreon of Retro Blast. <laughs> we needed more of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we very much appreciate, we truly do, the ones we did have. Yeah. Uh, so we we're, I gotta say, I don't know if any other, and I listen to a lot of podcasts from different genres. Yeah. From basketball ones to video game ones to uh, just uh, comedy ones. Mm-hmm. None of them, none of them are near as honest and upfront about how they spend their funds as we are. <laughs> Probably way too honest. Yes. All right. So we're going to be even more honest and tell you we each brought our top 10 list of our favorite of our things that we spent your Patreon money on. I'm assuming we're going to start with 10 and go down to one. I mean, that's yeah. the best way to do it. So 10 will be the weakest, least important. Yeah. Yes. Down to one, the most important. That's right. So Trevor, what's your number 10? The microphone. <laughs> 
the microphone. We bought um, the blue, blue whatever it's called. Yeah, it's been a pretty good microphone. We recorded yeah. every episode on it. To the fact, yeah. uh, I ended up getting one for myself for my house when I did the other podcast. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, my number ten. I couldn't remember if this was before we did Patreon, but I do remember we we sought out Patreon funds for it. Okay. Uh, Bubsy 3D. So I went with Bubsy 3D as my number 10. So actually that one we did the GoFundMe. Okay. But it's still got to <laughs> I'm going to count thing. it because that was great. Okay. We're right. still soliciting funds. Yes. <laughs> so number nine, I... <laughs> we did a GoFundMe for Bubsy 3D. So if you search... What stupidest show in history. If you search... Google for GoFundMe Bubsy 3D. I think you can still find our GoFundMe. <laughs> Who would search that? Well, they will now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I claim to fame. I know we're laughing now, but number nine is actually kind of serious. Yeah. Um, the Billy Buster Pizza. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, my number nine was Chinese food. <laughs> Chinese food. Yeah. yeah. Number eight, Trevor. Number eight is the Wendy's four for four dollar meals. Right. We had quite a few of those. My number eight was Chinese food. Okay. Right. My number seven is Little Debbie Snacks. Um, yep. No specific one, just a variety. My number seven was, was Chinese food. Okay. My number six is Kentucky Fried Chicken. I remember... We did do that once, I This think. is a weird memory, but it was the episode Chris was on. Which one was that? Maybe it wasn't. We did, it was when we had a guest on. I don't remember who was the guest. Maybe it was Gang Dave. I remember we had a guest that time. Yeah. And we got Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, just me true. and you. We didn't give any of the guests. <laughs> that's right. But, we would never do that. We no. only—I promise you—your Patreon money was only used on us too. Yeah, so it was honest. It was only used for us. What number? What's what number are we on? Oh, uh, that was my six. So what's uh, your six? Uh, Chinese food. Okay, I'm glad I cleared up the number for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I need to change it up a little bit because you're starting to sound like a broken record. Uh, my number five is Chinese takeout cheese wontons. Oh, those are good. Oh, yeah. you're getting really specific. Yeah. I was very general. I was very general. I had to get really specific my... to come up with 10. <laughs> you make a great joke. I was, very, I was very general. So with mine. Oh, man. <laughs> That's really cheese one time. Yeah. My number five was, was, was Chinese food. Oh, okay. My number four was Chinese takeout egg rolls. Oh, my number four was Chinese food. We got a lot of Chinese food. Uh, my number three is Chinese takeout general so chicken. Okay. My number three was, was Chinese food. Okay. My number two... Now this is this is I think overrules the other ones. Okay, uh, up to this point, uh, Chinese buffets. Oh, ooh, I like yeah. that. All right, my number we're on two, right? My number yeah. two is Chinese food. Okay, <laughs> my number one is a surprise. Okay, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I can't wait for this. Uh, Vegemite. <laughs> That's a shocker. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie because I will never forget the first time we all tried Vegemite. Uh, there's no way you can. It's just a memory that I'll ever I'll have forever, unless I get really bad dementia. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's like even if we both got dementia, uh, that memory is so terrible that we'll always remember. it'll come back in <laughs> yes, nightmares. Yes. Uh, yeah. My number one is when we got the microphone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I ended up with a real true well, positive good. one. The one thing we did for the show that made the show better. Well, <laughs> speaking of the suckers, I mean the fans. Yeah. Who who have given us money to spend on food? That's right. Um. If you want to go to the episode with all that on it, okay, that's the next one. And so still on Instagram, uh, Tim Barnett said, what? I'll admit, I haven't listened for a while. Whoa, whoa, that hurts my feelings. Yeah, you can go away. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> but I will be catching up on past episodes. I kind of thought you guys would be on podcast forever. I hope the reasons are happy ones, guys. All the best with whatever you do next. Thanks for the laughs. 
So Tim Barnett was a few episodes behind, so he didn't catch, you know, the whole announcement. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Mike again just said, thanks. Feels a little like the end of an era for me. Nothing but fond memories. The good, the bad, the gout. That's our. That's what our biography would be That called. would be a great name. Yeah. He said he was honored to be a guest, and he'll never pass by a Chinese buffet without thinking of two guys from North Carolina. <laughs> just a weird... What a weird thing yeah. to have about us. All the best, says right. Mike. Uh, Clever the Great said, It's definitely disappointing that the podcast is going away. Maybe it'll make a comeback later on. Who knows? Probably not, but perhaps. Uh, Strip Mahjong. Trevor, have you ever... Oh, I already asked you. Yeah, I, am. I already commented on an earlier post, but I don't care. I'm a post here, too. You guys are awesome, and the show will be missed. The world will be a darker and scarier place without the light of the definitive voices and retro gaming here to guide us through the dark. And he's got a crying emoji here. Uh, but good luck on good luck to both of you as you move on to new things. Michael Thompson said, "No, I don't want it to end. It's been great to be on this journey with you. I've been with you since the beginning, except for those few months when I didn't know you changed the name from Bliss to Bliss." <laughs> which was quite a snafu right was very the beginning. Early on, yeah. yeah it's like episode eight i think um and i had to catch up from mispronouncing my name being a running joke that was a joke right also we're very bad at pronouncing things yeah mikhail we we know how to pronounce your name yeah, it was we're, a not, joke. we're not stupid um to the vegemite tasting he said he's still laughing at that my favorite moment had to be and you know what? This is one of my favorite moments, too, so I'm glad he reminded me of this. He said, my favorite moment had to be the opening sketch review of Solomon's Key. That was a golden moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just reviewed the whole game and like, did the whole episode in yeah, two I minutes. Uh, I keenly look forward to Trevor's board game podcast. And Johnny, if only you had at least one other podcast. It's been a great ride, guys. And Sean CV 79 commented on that, that they'll reboot it two more times, just like Into Oblivion. Yeah, then we'll just forget about it, just like Into Oblivion. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> Jerry Terrifying ah. said, don't forget to read his post on Smash Brothers. On the huh. Smash Brothers post? We'll get to that we one We did it. Already did it. No, did you? Yeah. Did, are you sure? It was his long one. Oh, okay. Great, great post. Uh, Then the Desiree Bar said, listen to my podcast. Honestly, who cares? It's a real <laughs> podcast. I looked this up. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this was amazing. Yeah. This person who I assume was just shilling, you know. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee they've never listened to our show at all. This was a heartfelt post for me telling people, do you want to say anything about Retro Bliss before it dies forever? Yeah. And this person is advertising their podcast and it's called Honestly, Who Cares? But I kind of amazing. I respect the hustle. It's a Retro Bliss move. Yeah. And I feel like it's something we did anyway <laughs> yeah. to other podcasts. So, so I was going to read it. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Yeah. So check out Honestly, Who Cares? That's the name of the show. It's a real podcast on iTunes. I haven't listened to it. I just know it's there. Honestly, who cares? Uh, Sean CV79, were you going to read that one or you want me to? Go ahead. I'm going to buy a Switch because Trevor kept talking about his. Also, great to listen to you guys talk about Chinese buffets. Johnny being forever poor. Still is. Trevor and his unhealthy love for DKC. <laughs> and also, does. really good to actually meet you guys a few times. And thanks, Johnny, for doing episode 5 of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Yep, that's right. Which is the second advertisement on this post. <laughs> you guys know us well. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Next. Uh, that's the end of that. That is the end of that. Yep. <laughs> that's the end Surely of that. Surely is. That's also the end of the Instagram feedback, so we'll be moving to Facebook next. Okay. Just FYI. He's telling me that for yep. me. <laughs> for Johnny for Johnny. <laughs> but now we're going to move into... Trevor, before we go on. 
Okay, okay. I got an update. This is fresh off the presses. Oh, fresh off the presses. Uh, Bradley Michael Boson, you got in at the right time. Oh, live uh, comment. This is a live question. Trevor, oh. uh, what game do you wish you had reviewed but never got around to? Oh, so many. But I'm going to say Mario 64 and Zelda Ocarina of Time. Probably in that order. Super Mario World for oh. is what I'm picking. Super Mario World. Mario 64 is Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah. I keep thinking we covered Super Mario World because nope. how could we not? But we did. Uh, That's one of those. We we did this classic thing for the longest time where we wanted to make these big games very special. <laughs> yes. So we keep putting them off <clears throat> to the point where I think I was like, we just got to start doing them. Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we still have lots of your feedback left. We have lots left, including that special announcement at the end. But do you think maybe we should have a little commercial break here? To, uh, we definitely do. Yeah. I got to shut up for a bit. My uh, throat's getting dry. All right. Nintendo. It's for breakfast now. Nintendo. It's a cereal. Wow. Nintendo. Super Mario. I need to write in commercial break here. <laughs> but instead, I'll just say it on the show for everybody to hear. Sure, you can have a pen. Thank you. So, Johnny, do you know what we're doing next? Oh, are we, are we back now? Are we recording this part? Oh, are we cutting this out? I don't know. You know what? No. <laughs> no screw it. I, I didn't think we're, we're doing it live. <laughs> going it live. What a great way to go out. I'm just writing in commercial break here. Because the next thing is really big, and that is the top 10 games we ever covered for this show. All right, Trevor, uh, we haven't seen each other's list. Nope. I told you I had two honorable mentions for this. I want to do my two honorable mentions first. Do you, do you have two? Do you want to do those first instead of last? Yes. I think, right. makes, I think it makes the most sense. Okay. All right, I'll go ahead and give you my two. My, these are my honorable mentions. All right. DuckTales mm. for the Nintendo and Earthbound. This was a oh, great, honorable mention. This is how hard this list was for me. Oh, my goodness. Because I really love Earthbound a lot. <laughs> I'm about to shock you, too, but still, wow. Earthbound, an honorable mention. That's tough. All right. This was tough. We usually do this just for the games we covered for the year, but this was for the whole show, so right. it was rough. And I don't think I told you this, but I also do want to say I'm not counting Smash Brothers on this list because it wasn't a retro game. I, it's it, not on my list anyway. It just doesn't count. That's why I didn't put it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, my first runner-up, and I actually wrote the word, ah, beside this, because I wanted to include it, but I picked my top 10. I don't know if this is my favorite 10 or just the ones I think are the best. I guess it's kind of both combined. The original Super Mario Brothers is a runner-up for me. That's rough. Yeah. Um. And it's hard to pick the second one, but I'm going to go with River City Ransom because um, I love that game so much. So that one, that I think I think River City Ransom for me is your Earthbound. Does it make sense? Yeah, I mean it's amazing, but yeah. Super Mario Brothers didn't make it. I mean we're talking about amazing games here. Yeah, we are. So yeah, for me, I made this list as in uh, ones that I that I have a greatest memory of, and I went back to play more than once. Yeah. So that's kind of where I kind of thought of these. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, are we actually saying all these games are better than Super Mario Brothers for me? I don't know. I'm just saying these are the 10 that I kept coming back to in my mind. This has to be the 10. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. Number 10. Do you want me to start? Go ahead. 
So this was tough. There was a lot of games vying for this 10th spot. And by the way, I plan to take my time with this list because I look forward to this list every year. Um, but I had to go based on fun and how much I want to play it right now. This one had to make the cut. And that is Mario Tennis 64. Oh, that's a good one. I know it might seem crazy to put this above Super Mario Brothers, for example. But I just love this game. It's still fun. Yes, the character models are ugly now. But it's a blast. It's a great multiplayer game. And it's just as good as any arcade tennis game that's come out since. So Mario Tennis 64 is my number 10. My number 10 is Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Oh, I really love that game. I remember, I still remember that we played it in the apartment you had for a little bit above your friend's house, a garage, I believe it was, yeah. as before you moved into your house. Now, I just really love that game. It just really made an impression on me from the music to the fact that it wasn't afraid to be a little goofy with its subject matter. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> I tried to hold that. It came out of nowhere. I'm sorry. What a way to go. What a way to go. I'm not good at stuff. I'm glad the show's ending. <laughs> so zombies ain't my neighbors. I love that game. It's my number 10. It's a great game, but I can't believe you put it on the top 10 list. Uh, my number 9 is Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. I just broke in the microphone. You can't believe I did that. Oh, yeah. so your number 9 is okay. Yeah, my number 9 is Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, above Super Mario Brothers. By the way, did I say Super Mario World earlier? Just to be clear, we did not cover Super Mario World. No, I think you said the first one. Okay. The very first one. All right, good. Yeah, if we had covered Super Mario World, it would be on this list. There's no question. Oh, yeah. But we hadn't. But Zombies Ain't My Neighbors, I'm just thinking, you know what? It's a blast. It totally 100% holds up. It's two-player. It's got tons of levels. It's just one of those games that holds up so well that it's... you got to check it out. Um, it's one of the few games that I bought a repro cart for. Which I kind of regret because the game's so good. I think it would have been worth dropping the 50 bones on a real game. Yeah. But, but still that's 50 bones. It's still 50 bones. <laughs> yeah. And I've only got like 100 bones in my body. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. Uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, my number nine. My number nine. I had to put one of the, because we played two of these. I had to pick one of them. And I just went with the original. It was tough because both of them are fun. But I went with the first DKC game. Mm. And that's my number nine. It's the one that kind of started them all. So I, felt, I just went with the one I felt was more quote unquote important. Because hmm. without it, they wouldn't have been the other two. Uh, so I went with the first DKC, and I still remember that very first level very fondly. Mm-hmm. So I went with it. We might hear about those again. I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming so. So my number eight. This one was tough because it's not a genre that I really love. And it's not a game I've come back to a lot, but it's an incredible game. I remember the first time I played it, I thought this game is so ahead of its time. And that is Soul Calibur. For the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, man, that, I almost I almost want to put that in my honorable mentions. I really yeah. love that game a lot. It's just so good. And it's a beautiful and it still holds up. It's still a beautiful game. It's still a beautiful game. How's that possible? It came yeah. out in ninety nine. It's pretty amazing. Uh Soul Calibur, even if you don't like fighting games, it's just perfect. It's perfect in every way. Um it got ten out of tens when it came out, and there's a reason for that. Uh my number eight, Soul Calibur for the Sega Dreamcast. My number eight, Trevor, he's hitting up. Helicopter! It's NBA Jam. Oh, man. Yeah. I had to go NBA Jam. I've always loved NBA Jam. Uh, this is one of the games that I kind of pushed Trevor to play for the show. Mm. Uh, and, man, gosh, I don't know what it is. I think you beat me more times than I beat you at NBA Jam, and which is wild to me because I'm one of those basketball <laughs> games. But that's the reason that it's such a good game because anybody oh, yeah. can kind of get into it. You don't have to be a hardcore basketball nerd yeah. to have fun playing NBA Jam. 
if I was a hardcore basketball nerd, out of principle, this would go on the list because it's such an amazingly fun game. Yeah. It's it's always fun. Um, but my number seven, and again, although we covered a lot of bad games for this show, this list showed me how many great games we covered. Because number seven is one of my favorite games of all time. I have amazing memories of this game. And that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, The Manhattan Project for the NES. It's my favorite Turtles game that we covered, but that's kind of a loophole because we didn't cover Turtles in time. Yeah. Which would have been a hard decision. Yeah. But I still think Turtles 3 may be my favorite of uh, all the Turtles games. It may come up again. Who knows? Who knows, yeah. Uh, my number seven, Trevor, is Rock and Roll Racing. Oh, man. Yeah. I really love that game. I was very happy that I got a chance to play it again because that's one of those games I remember from my childhood. And getting to experience it with, uh, you know, you was even more fun. I really love this game, Rock and Roll Racing. And it to me, it still holds up pretty well. It's like a it's like an updated version. It's the closest thing we've got to an updated version of RC Program. Yeah. So. It really is great. Um, number five. Album number six. Number seven was 10. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I looked up my numbers wrong. Right, so okay, number six. What I was just saying... <laughs> We covered some amazing games for the yeah. show. The original Mario Brothers didn't even make my list. And my number six, The Legend of Zelda. Wow. This yeah. is blowing my mind at six. Yeah. I, I assume it's going to be on your list, but this, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I just I went back and forth so many times. And it, it, part of it is how much I will go back to it. The amazing thing about the original Legend of Zelda is that it does hold up so well. Probably the reason it didn't make like top three is because I still would personally link to the past and Ocarina of Time. They're just a lot easier to come back to, if I'm being honest. But it is amazing how well this original holds up. Um, I loved playing it. It's one of my favorite experiences for the show is just playing this game with you. Um, so number six, The Legend of Zelda. Just was hard to put it back here, honestly. But. My number six was a pleasant surprise. Uh, it was the episode we had Mike and Master Maker on. It was River mm-hmm. City Ransom. Mm-hmm. This is one of those pleasant surprise games that I didn't even really knew existed before I played it. Mm-hmm. And man, did it make such an impact on me. This game to me felt way, way ahead of its time. Oh, like yeah. The things it would let you do. The fact that you can go in and buy food. I mean, obviously that appeals yeah. to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the episode we had KFC on because you eat chicken in the game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Glad I figured that out. Yeah. We'll sleep tonight. Yep. So, I gotta say, uh, River City Ransom was my number 10, and it was a toss of a coin. That or Mario Tennis, because I enjoy them both so much. Yeah. But anyway. So, we're getting to our top five now. Here we go. So, this list is weird in so many ways. I was a, I was a legit Sega fanboy. I've mentioned that before for a good part of my life. I've been accused by Johnny of being a Nintendo fanboy now, but also I'm a little bit of a curmudgeon. So even Nintendo, <laughs> if Nintendo does something I don't like, I'm not going to deny it. Um, but my number five beat out Super Mario Brothers and The Legend of Zelda. But the fact that it's all the way back here at number five still hurts. And that is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Like, if you told me 20 years ago I was going to do a show one day and we would cover so many amazing games that Sonic 2 would be all the way back at number five, I would call you crazy. Because I love this game. I just have amazing memories of it. But the four games above it, I think, are even better games. So Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is number five. And I'll play it anytime. My number five, Trevor, is The Legend of Zelda. Wow. One step higher than me. That's crazy. 
yeah, uh, this is a game, obviously, that I'd always heard about. I mean, who hasn't heard of Zelda? I just never played it for whatever yeah. reason. I think I had in my head that it was a hardcore RPG for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that, but it's just what I felt. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. but So I finally played it, and man, like, it just clicked with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. <laughs> and I, this is one of the few where I, I wanted to play until I beat it, and I, yeah. I actually beat this one. So Legend of Zelda is my number five. It definitely, like you said before, holds up. I'm excited for you to eventually get into some of the other Zelda games. I can't wait to play the Super Nintendo one. That's the next oh, yeah. one I really want to play. You got to. It's amazing. There's another one. Whoever asked, what do we wish we'd covered for the show? Yeah. Link to the Past. Man. Anyways, my number four. My number four is the first, the original, Donkey Kong Country. Oh. So, you already know how much I love it. We covered it on the show. I just got addicted to it all over again. Um, I just love it. I love the flow of it. I love that it's got this momentum. The momentum that I always imagined in my head that the Sonic games were all about, almost, is more so in Donkey Kong Country. I would say it's more vital in the DKC games. Yeah, yeah. Because there's some things you can't do without it. Exactly. I absolutely love it. The, the, the minecart levels that frustrate some people are my favorite part. And I can't say that about many games because I'm just not good at things. In general, in life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this game, everything about it clicked for me. So, DKC, my number four. My number four. Uh, we kind of lumped some games together, so I didn't feel like separating them in my list here either. It's yeah. the Nintendo 64 wrestling games. Mm. They still hold up for me. I freaking love these games. Yeah. I always will. I mean, I love pro wrestling to start with. I'm a wrestling nerd. And these games just they scratch that itch so well. Mm-hmm. Man, they still, they they look really ugly now. They truly yeah. don't look great. But they still control so well, and this is the way you should make most of your, to me, your wrestling games should feel like these games feel. Yeah. We even mentioned when we covered Smash Brothers Ultimate, yeah. that it almost feels like it's got a little bit of the heart of these wrestling games yes. in it. Yes, that's, this control that's the one thing that made me start playing that game a little better, is once yeah. my brain connected those things. I, it made me feel better. These games didn't make my list, and it made me feel better knowing they would be on your list, because they deserve to be. They're great. But now we're in the big dogs. Yeah. Top three. Top three. And this was a struggle. My number three almost didn't make it to number three. Number number three. <laughs> um, But I just can't deny the quality of it. It really shouldn't be any lower than this. And that is Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, the original Mario Brothers didn't quite make my top ten. But it probably should have. But Mario Brothers 3 is like the original Mario Brothers but three times better. I already know what your top two are then. Uh, my number three, Trevor. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I truly, truly, obviously I'm a giant turtle nerd, so that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But I have such great memories of this game just from us growing up and playing it and then playing it again for the show. This game still, still holds up, man. And gosh, it still looks great, right? This, Oh, yeah. To me, this is one of those games that you can put in a seat to be like, hey, this is, the Nintendo could do some stuff, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know it's an old system, but look what it could do. You compare this to most of the games on NES, and it's like a different system. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. an amazing game. So, Trevor, number two for you. Say, <sighs> okay. I almost want to play a game. I already know what your top two are without looking yeah. at your list. Uh, <laughs> you tell me if you're right after I say it. Decide in your head what's number two. I'm going to write them down so you, don't think I'm, All right. so you don't think I'm lying. Yeah, and after you do, I'm going to say something. All right. Uh, I need a different pen. This one is weird. Let me try this one. <laughs> This is the best podcast you've ever yeah, listened to. There's no weird, awkward pauses. <laughs> so while Johnny's doing that, 
my number two and number one, I convinced myself like three different times. This has to be my number one. All right. I then it. I was like, no, this has to be my number one. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that you really struggled with this. I really did. And I think I went with the right choice. So um, what was your number two? But my number two is Earthbound. I had it backwards. You got it backwards? It. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you because Earthbound, I wrote and wrote a number one beside it. And then I was like, oh. So we're not getting spoilers what number one could be. Yeah. But Earthbound, my goodness. Who I, could possibly know? I have to talk about this game for a second because I haven't talked about it before ever. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I knew all the hype. I knew that the, there's, there's conferences for fans of this game. It's the biggest underground hit ever in that as far as just the amount of love for it, I think. Um, Nintendo ignores it, except in the Smash Brothers games, which has a lot of cool stuff in it. Which I honestly don't understand. Why do they ignore this franchise? They lost a lot of money on it, and I don't I don't think they're still sour about it, but I don't know. But, even with all that, I just didn't know how much I was going to love Earthbound. And when I played it all the way through, completed it for the show, I just I didn't play anything else. I, I put down Octopath Traveler, which is a great RPG on the Switch. I put down all the other modern games. And I just loved Earthbound. Every night I went down that I was able to, just played for a while, stayed up too late, was tired for work the next day. I felt like a kid again. Um, and there's moments in this game that I think are always going to stick with me, almost as much as Vegemite. Almost. And I love that it doesn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> yeah, it has so, a great sense of humor. So Never. my number two. My number two, Trevor? Which I can't believe was an honorable mention for you, but I'll forgive you eventually. Do you want to guess, guess what my two were? You okay. Write, you want to write a tale? <laughs> This is actually harder. I feel like yours are harder than mine because yours changes a lot every year. Yeah. Really oh, does. wait a minute. All right. I know one of them for sure. Okay. I'm going to put that as number one in fact. Have fun. That pen's drying out. I don't feel like I'm right about this one. I feel like you're writing too much. <laughs> trying to think what I'm forgetting here. I'm just going to do it, but I think I'm only right about one of them. All right. All right. My number two, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I got it right. Number <laughs> two, yeah. Yeah, that's my number two. Uh, that game to me still holds up. It's one of my favorite platformers of all time. It's the first game I got to play on a Sega Genesis, and I was a Genesis kid from then on out. It hooked me. It was perfect. Uh, this is one of the first games ever beat on the Genesis as well. Like I actually mm-hmm. was very, you know, th- that was back back in the day uh, when you beat a game. I was just so proud of it. Oh the yeah, the fact that I'd beat this game. And this is one of those when I when I had to beat the the uh, Metal Sonic, the Robo uh-huh. Sonic. Oh man. Gosh, I love this game so much. Sonic 2 is my number two, and I feel it's very appropriate. Oh, yeah. Well, my number one is a game by LJN. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my number one is Donkey Kong Country 2, yep. Diddy's Conquest. Uh, surprise, I knew it was going to be Earthbound and Donkey Kong Country 2. Yeah. I mean, Earthbound touched me and even made me a little teary. That sounds bad. It made me a little teary-eyed. <laughs> it sounds fine if you're not immature like that. Yeah, I exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um... But I will come back to Donkey Kong Country 2 any day. The The music alone almost puts it up here. Oh, I mean, honestly, when we were when we were playing this and you and your brother were playing it, I kept hinting that we needed to record and you guys just kept playing it. Yeah. <laughs> like I could see like all the members were flooding back to y'all from playing yeah. this game. And it's not it's not just nostalgia because... No, it's a very, very, very crazy good game. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, obviously I played earlier, but but this one clicked with me in every way. And uh, like my brother was saying, I feel like somehow we played this one a lot more than the original. So I think it just shines that much brighter to us. 
It's my favorite game that we've covered on the show. I, I, I wish we had covered Super Mario World because I wonder if these two Titans duked it out, who would have won for me? Because Super Mario World is so amazing. But we didn't. So for me, it's Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. Trevor, do you do you think you can guess what my number one game is? Absolutely. What is it? Super Mario Brothers 3. Correct! That's the one yeah. I won for me. Freaking love that game. I went back and played it just the other day. Even. Yeah. It just it still holds up. Man, it's just it's just like, I think Ad, our buddy Adam was playing this one with yeah. us. And you guys were sort of, I don't brag very often when it comes to games because usually I'm not good at them. Right, absolutely. And I have no reason to brag. Like, no, there's nothing I, I no. could, not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, like, all the memories came back to me of, of playing these game, playing this game. And I was like, yep, this, you jump here, you jump there, yep, get this, get that. Man, I love this game. It's so good. Mario 3 still holds up. That's how good Nintendo is at making their, their games. Zelda, mm-hmm. uh, Mario, Donkey Kong. These games still hold up. Yeah, that's, I mean, what more can you ask for on a show that's based on the history of retro gaming than for our top games to be games that are just as good today as they were when they came out? Yeah. I don't, you can't ask for more. I would say that about every game in my top five, at least, are just as good today as they were when they came out. Um, So, I think it's time we go back to some more fan feedback. Fan feedback. So, all the way back on the RC Pro-Am 2 episode, which is where I think we have a lot of it. Yeah, you're going to give me a second. My phone yeah, mine keeps loading. resetting, too. So, first we have Mike Vito. Mike Vito said, Oh, man, I'll miss you, gents. You both got me through some really tough times. I started listening to you while my son was in the hospital. And, I mean, what do you say to that? I mean, wow. Well, that's I mean, it's incredibly touching. And, man, it's very rare that I... Well, I don't, I don't I don't even know how to respond to it. Like it's it's just tough, but it's very humbling. I guess is another way to put it. But yeah, we were very touched by this message. And um, I, I do want to say, Mike Vito is a very talented man himself. Um, he has made a lot of contribution to the new SNES book. Um, that uh, Pat the NES Punk's making. Yeah, Pat the NES Punk. Yeah, I got the NES book, and it's very good. So I'm assuming this one's going to be just as good, if not better. They have the SNES book on the way, thanks to Mike Vito's. Uh, enthusiasm for it. So then we have Christopher Kellogg, and this, I guess we can read this. <laughs> I mean, he references some real history stuff here. Oh, I don't know. Which posts are we looking at here? This is the RC Prime. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to get to it. I'm, I'm just going to read it. So Christopher Kellogg said, This day will live in infamy. December 11th, 1972. Apollo 17's lunar module landed on the moon with astronauts Eugene Cernan and Harrison Schmidt on board. They became the last two men to date to step on the lunar surface. I'm going to skip on down. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a little too heavy. Yeah, it's 20, very heavy. Yeah. 2018. Two amazing podcast hosts, Johnny Townsend and Trevor Franklin, hang up their microphones after life gets in the way of the show Retro Bliss. Fans write. Wall Street collapses. iTunes crashes. The government meets to discuss stepping in and forcing them to continue. Well, here's an update. Um... Uh... As of this recording, half the government shut down, so they haven't done oh, anything. That's true. Yeah, maybe we shut them down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I'll go into Andrew Coeds. He says, "By the way, congrats, Trevor and Anna, on the little blister, which sounds terrible. <laughs> on the little bis- blister, they'll be welcoming into the world. You will make an amazing father. 
if it's a boy, and you don't name him Frankie, Frankie, sorry, let me start over, Franklin, Frankie, Franklin, I'll be genuinely disappointed. Well, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, Remind me to tell, should I go and tell that now? I say wait. Okay. I say wait. I know what you're going to say. Okay. You know, just, just wait. Let me remember. Uh, well, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Uh, Bradley Michael Boson said. Kellogg. The, ours is going to be in different order because of how oh, Facebook is. Oops, Facebook okay. is <laughs> Facebook is, is weird. Okay. Uh, so try to remember the ones you read and the ones okay. I've read. <laughs> I hate be, that it does It's going to go great. Isn't that weird? Like <laughs> yeah. Facebook will order them different on just different phones. We're going to go out complaining. Yep. <laughs> that's what you're blessed. Yeah. All right. Bradley Michael Boson said, man, this is a real bummer. You guys will be, uh, you guys will forever be the best, and I thank you for the entertainment you provided over the course of the podcast. And then Aaron Hickman said, "What podcast is he from?" Uh, Genesis Gems. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I never knew you felt that way about David Wise. <laughs> and uh, I'll go ahead and read uh, Daniel Taraskas. Okay. Ah oh, man, bummer. Seriously, love the show. I get it, but still, I was sitting in traffic and heard the news. That's just a double whammy right there, because <laughs> nobody yeah. likes sitting in traffic and then you get some bad news. Sigh. I'm going to miss you guys. Sad face. Don't we going to read a couple more? Yeah, go for it. Christopher Kellogg said, "Going to leave a big redneck hole in my heart." <laughs> Hope you guys visit this in the <laughs> so, future. That's such a country song, right? Yep. Big redneck hole in my heart. Let's go and just finish this out. Uh, he said, "Good luck, fellas." Um, then, oh, oh, Christopher Kellogg did make an offer. Oh. He said, how about you reconsider and keep it going just for me? There may be some boxes of cereal involved. Oh, mm. uh, slide into our DMs. Yep. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and re- you want to read one more? So, Andrew Coed had apparently commented earlier, and I read his later post. Oh, that's a huge one. Can we go and do it? Settle in, everybody. Get you a cup of coffee. Uh, we're going to lead you a little tale here from Andrew Coed. Oh, I thought you already read this one. Sorry, but you know. So Andrew Coed said, This is a sad day that I hoped would never come. I hope you both continue to podcast in whatever way you are able. I'll support whatever you do. Johnny, I still listen to History Creeps. Don't end that too, or I may have to go into rehab after experiencing Johnny withdrawals. Trevor, Board Game Blist. Uh, board Game Bliss. Sounds like a tremendous idea. I need to know more about the wonderful world of tabletop gaming. I first experienced Retro Bliss at a strange time in my life. I was a new father. I had just sold my house and I moved back into my parents' house with my wife and kid while our new house was being built. Oh, we just got a new comment, it looks like. I'll, go, I'll get to it. Um, the show came into my life. Or shall I say Trevor thrust the show upon me. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been when I was advertising on the, the Genesis Gems page. I've that before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I did that because he's been a great fan. Anyways, uh, when I really needed an escape from the chaos around me, it was surreal for you to bring so many memories from my childhood back into my head while I was living with my parents again after 20 years away. That is the context for which I was introduced to Retro Bliss. For that reason, this show will always hold a special place in my heart. From that point on, the show solidified itself as a rock in my retro gaming world as it pumped out incredible content week after week as other retro podcasts. <laughs> I'm just going to read it as it is. I'm sorry, Aaron and uh, Nick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said it pumped out incredible content week after week as other retro podcasts faltered in their consistency. Cough, cough, Genesis Gems. I still love you too. Let's let's also be fair. Uh, that's one of the reasons when we said we we're going to end the show. 
is we didn't feel we could keep being consistent as we had promised. Yeah. So, all right, keep going. Retro Bliss was always there for me. Something I could count on. You will truly be missed. Like you said, you are going to be go out on top. More on that later. Thank you for the friendships, good times, and most importantly, the memories that will last for all of us blisters. I've made some good friends because of the show, and I truly hope that does not fade away as the show sunsets. I am looking forward to the penultimate show and the series finale, and I'm sure I will revisit past episodes over time. Whatever you are still produ- whether you are still producing new episodes of the show or not, you will always be the definitive voices in all of retro gaming. So I think we're going to agree. Whenever we, uh, or when we're going to write the the biography of Retro Bliss, we're just going to have him do it. Yeah. Does it work? And he ended with Blister for Life. All right, Keith Jones said, uh, I think we should just go ahead and finish out the yeah, comments on here. Um, actually, let's do Gail Wilson first. Uh, going to miss this podcast. Understand life gets busy, but you guys did an awesome job doing this weekly. And then Keith Jones said, uh, nothing hits me in the nostalgias, nostalgias, Ooh. like listening to Retro Bliss. Congratulations, Trevor and Anna, for expecting your second child, Winky Face. I think they think I'm your first kid. I guess. <laughs> I am genuinely sad to see the show in. For someone who listens to many different podcasts while at work, I'm always excited when I got a new episode ready to go. It is my favorite podcast. I love both spinoffs just as much. It's a shame I only jumped on board halfway through the trip, but it was still a great ride. Uh, Thank you so much to the definitive voices in all of retro gaming, Johnny and Trevor. Your biggest fan, Trevorism28. (laughs) That's great. All right, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, Trevor, we got a new question. You, there was a couple more in here you missed, oh, I think. my phone didn't tell me they were. Go ahead. Well, maybe not. I apologize. Christopher Kellogg said, oh, man. Yeah, you read little... Daniel Trosgar. Yeah. yeah, I read them all. My bad. This is, we're sorry about this. Just Facebook is weird and stupid. Peter Guzman. That's the one I missed. Okay, yeah. Thanks ahead. for the podcast, guys. I'm actually sad to see it go. Now I'm a sad panda. <laughs> right. Good job. That's the only one you missed. All right. Uh, so we got a new question. Is a new question showing up for you? Because it says it's here, but it's not showing up. Oh, sorry. I just make sure we didn't miss anything here. Let's see. This is a fun podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Goodness um, gracious. I hate Facebook. Uh, I don't see a new one. Like, it tells me that he started to write one, but it's not there. So, we're sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Daniel. This thing says you wrote a question, but it's not there. Okay. Uh, let's go on to our next list. What do you think? All right. <laughs> This is just a smooth-flowing episode. That's kind of how this show yeah. should end, really. <laughs> well, this is our final list of the show, isn't it? It is. So, we're ending with a big list. This is our top ten retro bliss moments. That's right. So anything that we felt was a moment because of or during Retro Bliss. Yep. Uh, so this, do you want to start this one? Yeah, I'll start this one. Uh, I have a terrible memory. Like, my memory oh, yeah, is me awfully horrendous. Who are you? What? Where are we? Exactly. And uh, so this one was a little tougher for me. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I had to force myself to start remembering things. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've been going too long. I forget my manners. <laughs> <laughs> or any semblance of professionalism. <laughs> also, no other shows do this. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just so rude. I'm right on the microphone. Just so rude. All right, number 10 for me. My top 10 RB moments. Number 10 
when McDonald's sponsored us. Oh, talking about terrible memories. <laughs> that would have been top five for me, probably. I didn't even think about that as a memory. I remember when we thought of this concept. Oh, yeah. And then we just read with it. Yeah. It was so fun. Oh, I uh, love that so much. It was some of my favorite memories is just, uh, like, just <laughs> just trying to make you laugh. Just reading. <laughs> oh, yeah. was just reading advertisements for McDonald's. Oh, reading off the ingredients in the yeah. food, which are really terrible <laughs> ingredients, usually. Man, I'm surprised we didn't get a cease and desist. If anybody listened to us, we I really, have. honestly, there would have been a sense of pride if we had gotten one. That would have been a great way to end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, my number 10 was Game Dave agreeing to come on the show. And I actually mean like the moment that I asked him and he responded back that he would love to do it. Like that moment was just great for me. Yeah. So, yeah. cause I love game Dave and it was cool. Yeah. We were both the uh, giant game Dave nerds. Uh, definitely check out his YouTube channel. Uh, number nine for me was any time when I was saying something that was just a normal sentence, but my words are sometimes mumbled or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like I'm saying something very wrong and they were censored. Yes. That could have made my list too. Every <laughs> yeah. time Chris censored your <laughs> Cussing that wasn't even cussing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which made it even funnier. Speaking of cussing, that's not even cussing. Right. My number nine was just covering sort of Sodan. <laughs> because it was so damn bad. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> oh, man. I You're loved right. covering that game. It was, it was a special terrible. It really is. It was like Troll 2 or Birdemic. Yeah. Or The Room. Yes. Oh. It's one of those that's so bad, but I really want people to experience it. Yes. <laughs> All right. My number eight. Discovering River City Ransom. Of course, thanks to our buddy Mike Mastermaker, uh, this is the game that he had picked. This was my first time really playing it and discovering it. Man, this to me was what Retro Bliss was about. Not only talking about the games that we loved from our from our youth, but also discovering ones that we never gotten to play before. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those. And man, what a what a uh, quote unquote gem, uh, oh, as yeah. another show says that this one was. I love this game. Still play it again over and over today. That was an amazingly fun time. Yep. My neighbor, my neighbor, my neighbor, <laughs> my number eight was just hitting a listener milestone that we never thought we were going to hit. Yeah. And Chris said, Hey, you guys did this many this month. Yeah. And in hindsight, I don't know why we cared, but it was just, it was humbling and cool. It was very awesome. It's sort of a weird accomplishment, I guess yeah. is the best way to put it. Uh, my number seven, uh, at games, anytime we mm. <laughs> did anything with them, I don't know why, cause they were <laughs> so damn terrible, but yes. man. I really, but they're so bad that it was a fun experience. Yes, because we were doing it together, and with and we forced Derek to join us. So yeah. I, I honestly, when I originally was coming up with this list, I think I meant to put that on there because that was one of the best times I had on the show was covering all the terrible games on that games machine. Yeah, I love that. Uh, but my number seven was recording live at the Super Famicom convention in front of a huge, tiny audience. That's right. That's yeah. right. That was a good time, wasn't yeah. it? It was just kind of surreal, even though it was a handful of people. Really, it was bad dudes, right? I think it's the game. Bad dudes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number six is Genesis Gems. Uh, we we uh, <laughs> well, uh, I I didn't know about the show until Trevor was telling me about it, and then we got to know the two guys, Nick and Aaron, mm-hmm. and I, I ended up really liking these guys. They're mm-hmm. really down to earth. I enjoy having conversations with them. And uh, if we're being honest, if Trevor hadn't <laughs> hadn't have forced our show onto mm-hmm. their show, uh, we probably wouldn't have the listeners we got. I think some of our most dedicated fans are from them. Yeah, Vam from Vam. Vam, I'm really getting good now. <laughs> from Vam, we're really letting our southern uh, southerness out. Uh, and then uh, and then they actually came on our show. Yeah, uh, man, I, I really like those guys a lot. 
And uh, they had us on for Bubsy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I got to add, I just put Genesis Gems in general. So can I go back and put an asterisk? My number nine was covering Sword of Sodan. Yeah. And forcing Genesis Gems to also cover it yes. by creating a poll and campaigning for people to vote for it. That was amazing. I think it won, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yep. Man, what a great, what a great, that's a better accomplishment than anything else we've done. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. My number six actually is serious. My number six? My, wow. My real, my real voice is coming out now on the, at the very end of the podcast. <clears throat> that was Rich VD sending that amazing Zelda guitar yes, for this show. Which is still hung up in the shower, by the way, and yes. looks beautiful. That was, I mean, what do you say about that? I, I couldn't even believe he would do something like that. I never once thought we'd get fan mail. <laughs> no. Of any sort. And I'm not going to read the comment because it was a personal message, but the message oh, he man, sent it with was, it. It's so moving. Yeah. Like, it's the kind of thing you would just see in a movie. Yeah. But about somebody way better than us. <laughs> yes. So. We didn't deserve it, but we very no. much appreciated it. So, thank you, Rich. Uh... My number five is the Vegemite disaster. Just mm. a whole episode of us trying Australian foods, and then the Vegemite, of course, was the big, uh, the big deal, the big, the big boss of it all. Mm-hmm. And man, to the point where people don't know what happened after the show. Uh, your mom was there, and I think a couple other people were there that we knew, and we made them try it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know of anybody who liked it. <laughs> no. We might have acted a little stronger than they did, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So your number five was basically Vegemite. Vegemite, yeah. My number five was eating Vegemite <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. And last time. Yeah. First, yeah, uh, let's... Trevor, have you gone back and eaten Vegemite? No. No I have, I haven't either. That was, it's an amazing moment. How can something so nasty cause such a great memory? <laughs> <laughs> no offense to all of you who love Vegemite. Because no. I know there are people out there who do. No offense, Australia. Yeah, no offense, Australia. We love you. <laughs> uh, my number four was doing a live show. Uh-huh. At yeah. the, the convention, the, the Nintendo convention we went to. I was thinking you forgot about that, the way you're no. acting. I really love doing that. Trevor kind of knows I love uh, uh, <clears throat> acting a fool in front of people, I guess is the best way to put yeah. it. And this really let, let that happen <laughs> for me. I was doing great crowd work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had fun doing that. Oh, a really great time. And then uh, so much fun. And they loved us so much that the next year uh, they asked us to come on, but then switched and brought in a different show and just canceled us without telling us. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, much. I'm kind of honored. The show they brought in has like tens of oh, thousands of listeners. It's a, it's a huge it's show. It's a huge show. It's way bigger than we ever were. So I'm impressed that we were the feelings the first year. <laughs> yes. But they definitely uh, canceled on us without telling oh, us. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they just decided to not start responding to us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Which, we to be very... fair, we really didn't push for it at all. No, I think in retrospect, it would have been tough for us to do it with your schedule. With your work oh, yeah. schedule. It would have been fun, though. But I really would have wanted... I really did want to do it again. So, my number four is, is very personal and not, like, involving fans or anything. So, I feel kind of selfish. But it really is a strong memory. And that's just the moment that I realized that Earthbound was going to be my first 10. It was going to be the first game I awarded a perfect 10 to for the show. And I was like, you know what? I'm okay with this. I know it sounds stupid. But I realized, you know what? This is going to be my first 10. And, um, and then just playing it through for the show is a memory that I think I'm always going to cherish even though it was just me and a TV screen. So, uh, My number three, Trevor, is a very recent one that just happened. Oh, when but, I worked earlier? Yes. Okay. But it's sort of a thing that's been building up mm-hmm. and to the fact where I was actually just recently asked how we even pulled this off, uh, 
two dudes responded. <laughs> I had constantly been calling them out. Because honestly, and I still proclaim this, they don't know who we are. <laughs> I, I don't think they did. Because he was, he was asking me some questions about what to say about yeah. you. It's like, yeah. I don't think he's ever listened. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> which, I is great. Do, which is even better, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but they were kind enough to, yes. to record that for us. And I was very honored that they did that. That's very yes. cool of them. Uh, but it was just really funny for me because here's what people don't know. I didn't know they had done that. Trevor kept <laughs> that from me. So I heard it just the same as the rest of the audience. Yeah. And uh, I loved I loved every minute of it. So uh, Yeah, big shout out to Michael Kelso uh, and Justin yeah. Bieber. Um, because I didn't even think they would respond. He responded like right away, like, oh, we'd love to do it. And he, they did a great job. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. So a huge shout out. That's very cool of them to do. Um, see, that was your number three. Yeah, that's my number three. My number three is totally thanks to our great, amazing producer, Chris Chavez. And that is when he got the legend, the man himself, Charles Martinet, yeah. the voice of Mario, yes, to announce our show every week. Yes. So. David, to say our names? Yes. Uh, honestly, like the, that's probably the biggest time I've ever nerded out. Yeah. <laughs> and I've nerded out plenty of times, but man, that really yeah. got me. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't even think of that. But yeah, you're right. Chris yeah. really did us a huge solid there. Yeah. Uh, my number two, Trevor, uh, is when we had Game Dave on. Oh, yeah. I really, I'd, I was a big fan of his channel on YouTube. I'd watch so many of his videos. Man, if you haven't watched his stuff, it's not just a review channel of old games. Honestly, like he's got like a, a story that goes through them. Uh, man, there's crazy great production in these. He put a lot of work in these mm-hmm. things. Highly, highly recommend you going. If you've never watched him at all, start from the very beginning of his and just work your way up because it's it's worth it. Trust me, oh, it's yeah. such it's great binge material, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're always afraid when you uh, meet someone that you're uh, that you kind of thought very highly of without knowing them that you're going to be let down a little bit. Yeah. And I am glad and happy to say that he was just as awesome as I, as I was hoping he would yeah. be. Uh, we had a great time. A big thanks to him for being on the show. Man, that's definitely one of my top memories, Game Dave. Oh, yeah. So my number two, I went a little cheesy. Um, but I had to lump all these together because I couldn't pick one. And that is the personal, like not the comments we read on the air, which are amazing, but all the personal messages we didn't even read on the air that we received from fans, not just when the show was ending, but just throughout the run of the show. Just, Just things that they said that we don't deserve, frankly. Oh, oh they sent you nice words. Yeah, they they said they don't like Johnny at all. I didn't get anything. But Trevor's pretty in the face. Yeah, he is. He's got nice yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just throughout the run of the show, yeah. different ones. And I'm not going to name names. You know who you are. Yeah. But a lot of people just sent things to us. Um, we got fan mail. I mean, I mentioned the guitar, but we got um, fan art from uh, Keith Farnham, right? We got a couple times. Like it wasn't yes. just him. I think Mike sent us some stuff. Mike sent us. Oh, Mike, yeah. Yeah. He sent so. us those amazing posters. They're still in the Shire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've been very lucky. Amazing fan messages. Oh yeah. Yes, for sure. My number two. Uh, my number one, Trevor. And this, as soon as I, as soon as you said you wanted to do this, yeah, I knew this was my favorite moment. This still sticks out to me as one of the top laughs I've may have had. Like it's gonna be one of the top five laughs I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I think I know it. I don't know why I love this so much, but it's when I forced you to make the monkey noise. Yep. And you couldn't do it. I really couldn't. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. So uh, I got my number one is Trevor making the monkey noise. 
My number one is basically the same thing. My number one is just sitting down for the first time, 125 episodes ago, to record the show with my best friend. I don't even know how to respond to that. And make monkey sounds. I really should have gone first. It's really hard to say that after you said that. I wish I just said monkey sounds. I think my favorite single moment of the whole show might be one of those McDonald's commercials, honestly. Yeah. I know I didn't write that here. I probably should My favorite, th- My favorite things recording this is purely when we kind of can't keep going because we're laughing too yeah. much. And because uh, we've been around each other so long where, like, <laughs> if I just see you laugh, I kind of lose it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to get back on track. And those are some of my favorite moments. Oh, man. All right. So uh, I think it's time for, is it time for more fan <laughs> feedback? we got a lot to finish out, I'm pretty sure. We do. Let's do it. And it's going to take a minute to find it, probably. Because their phones are great. Okay, well, Douglas, sorry, folks, this is terrible. There were so many comments, we just don't want to miss any, but frankly, we're too lazy to compile them all ahead of time. But Douglas DeLecky Jr. said on Facebook that he's going to be sorry to see you guys go. Just learning Smash for the first time, that's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then we move on to... Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so... When I posted about uh, my Ticket to Ride episode uh, on Trevor's Obsession, uh, Keith Jones said, Oh man, this is the last of the spinoffs. Both good episodes. I was actually enjoying Johnny telling the gaming news. He was the only one. Just <laughs> yes. Mad. <laughs> and Bobby Capobianco offered to be on my gaming podcast down the road. He truly loves board games. I'm not kidding. So that, that's him and his cool. wife have really gotten into him. Have you found any more? Nothing there. Nope. That might be about it. I think we got it. We're good. If we miss one, we're very sorry. Uh, we had so many great comments that were said. Uh, we didn't want to miss any of them, but uh, it's, I think it's just going to happen. <laughs> so if we missed them, we're sorry. Uh, you, get, uh, ladies and gents, you're just honestly—it's moving how awesome you are. You know, it's very tough to can I find uh, one. Yeah. So Timmy Mac. All right, go ahead. I remember you stopped me on this on the Donkey Kong Country Two episode, so I got to say it now. Okay, go ahead. So, yeah, this—I'm glad we didn't miss this one. So Timmy Mac was commenting on the Donkey Kong Country 2 game, which is obviously amazing. Um, and he said, I just want to say how much your show and getting to know you both has meant to me. I really know your show. At th- I really found your show at the right time. <clears throat> I just lost my kitty of 14 years and I was pretty down. Thanks to you guys. Sorry, I'm really screwing this up. Thanks to you guys. It brought me smiles and laughter. I can't th- thank you enough. I wish you guys the best in everything you do. And I'll be here supporting. I'm not going anywhere, and I think I can speak for most blisters out there. I'm proud to wear my Retro Bliss t-shirt and tell people to check out my buddy's video game podcast. Lastly, if you ever do decide to cover Turtles in Time, you know in the future. Oh, uh, that's what I should have said. One, oh my gosh. How did I not say that? Goodness gracious. There's about six games that I think we should be shot for not covering yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, you have a huge Donnie fan who'd love to hear it. I'm terrible with words and sorry for the huge message. Well, thank you for the message. It's very uh, appreciated. And yeah. I believe you are one of the lucky few with the Retro Bliss t-shirt. So That's right. Congratulations. Because it didn't sell. So many other people knew about them. Here we go. <laughs> yep. Uh, next, Trevor, on my uh, uh, itinerary here. Oh, I said that word right. Is that, did I say it right? Itinerary. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, thank you. Uh, I feel you're ignoring me because you're looking at your phone. Well, I'm still making sure. I feel like we're missing some. I think we got enough. <laughs> okay. If they get mad, it's my fault. All right, it's Johnny's fault. Yeah. Uh, next, it says our goodbyes and thank yous. Okay, uh, all right, we're just missing the rest of them. <laughs> I gotta stop looking. Johnny's gonna hate me. 
So goodbyes and thank yous. We've pinned in here on the bottom. Yes. So you know it's genuine. So thank you and goodbye. Uh, No, for real, we wanted to make sure we shout it out, not only to all the people who listen to us, and to all of you who are constantly uh, helping the community grow and would always comment on our stuff that we would post. I mean, honestly, a humongous thank you to you guys. Um, And to our Patreons, honestly, obviously. And to Chris, our producer Chris. Oh my gosh, he would take this filth we give him. This garbage. (laughs) This absolute pile of junk. Excrement. Yeah, I mean, we can't say worse things about us in this show. And he would turn it into something that was halfway okay to listen to. Uh, we gave him nothing, and he made something out of it. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. Obviously, he's very skilled, and this show, I don't think, would exist without him. Uh, it's pretty easy to say, because me and you don't know how to do this. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. We, we're very dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Chris. Honestly, majorly thank you. And to all... The peeps at the BICBP-radio.com. Uh, to all of the people at the network there, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you all are are awesome. And there's plenty of podcasts on the network, too, for all of you to go listen to. If, uh, it covers all kinds of uh, genres. genres. Uh, and I think Trevor will have another podcast coming out there. And yeah. I, I will as well. So stay tuned for those. Uh, is anybody we're leaving off that we need to thank? I think I can do my little speech to spill into the announcement. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. So the announcement's coming. Trevor, lead us into that. So to lead us into that, I obviously want to thank everyone Johnny just did. I mean, Chris, I still don't get it. Like, I still don't know why he never would accept any money or anything. Because I know that's a lot of work. But he said he genuinely loved doing it. And part of me thinks we're crazy for not continuing when we have somebody like Chris willing to help. Um, and... The fans, well, I'll get into that in a second. Um, I do have a podcast coming, and I'm advertising it now, because some of you may not check our social media. It's going to be called Board Game Bliss, and I hope to see you there, and Johnny's going to be on it sometimes, and it's going to be about board games. But, I think I can speak for Johnny when I say, we were completely serious when we decided this is it for the show. Yes, we had... Been discussing it for a while, mm-hmm. how we thought and when we thought the show should end. Now, there's a lot of things kind of factored into when we chose. We wanted to go out on top. That's the fact. We wanted to go out when we thought when we felt the show would be missed and when we when we would miss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we still love doing it. I mean, this is one of my favorite times is recording this with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's and also uh, and this was not the main reason, nor was it the whole thing. But uh, we kind of felt we were. Uh, What's the word? We were kind of struggling to grow, keep growing. We got to a, we got to a, the peak. We felt, yeah, and we weren't going up higher, uh, and that was kind of uh, disconcerting a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't the main reason, and also we our schedules were going to be changing soon. It was already kind of getting tough enough to schedule in the first place to keep it two times a month, and we'd already changed that from four times a month. It was the nature of the show that we yeah. get together to play the games. Yeah, we're together to record the games. That's right. It just takes some time. Yeah, we're always in the same room recording these. But, so that was us. That was our decision. Yeah, we were going to do that. Uh, that we, we decided that that's how we wanted to do it. And I felt very good about that decision, honestly. Yeah. I really did. And it's... I always felt that I was proud of the fact 
we were one of the few shows there for the longest time that was weekly that was always bringing you new content every week. Yeah. We we never rarely... actually stopped that. We just had the little spinoff shows. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, but we did go to the main show being two times a month when yeah. you got the new job and all that kind of stuff. Just just couldn't help it. It just got tougher and tougher to schedule. And I felt like we were getting to a point where we couldn't keep that constant. And maybe we should stop. Yeah. That's the main reason. But Trevor, what happened? So that was it. But we kept getting comments from fans and people like, well, mostly the ones we just read to you. People are like, your show came at a great time for me. It actually helped me. We're like, what? Are you serious? Like, just comment after comment. Have you seen, um, well, like any 80s movie where like the heroes fall into the ground? Not that we're heroes, but <laughs> the heroes fall into the ground. And I'm sure the Karate Kid has something like this. Yes. And he can't get up. Yep. But then people are like, do it, do it, do it. Like, they just believe in you. Yeah, he looks at Mr. Miyagi, and Mr. Miyagi just kind of shakes his head, yes. yes. Yeah. So I feel like Retro Bliss was laying there, bleeding out on the ground, because yep. we had shot it. Yep. I mean, let's be honest. We did. Um, by choice. Um, so it's there bleeding out, but the fans are just yelling, no, don't go. We miss you. You mean so much to us. Probably ironically, but we chose not to bleed. Yes, yet. exactly. <laughs> and... It kind of started to get to us. I almost say it was, I feel bad. <laughs> I was almost it was guilt. Yeah, really almost was. like why should we just totally put this in the ground and bury it and cover it with cement? One of our when, one of our original thoughts when we we're discussing ending it, and we were discussing this with producer Chris, uh, was maybe we just go from uh, not really having a schedule, yeah, to just uh, recording whenever we felt like it. So it might not even might not just be once a month. Who knows? And maybe even less than that sometimes. Just whenever we felt like it. And I was at first against that. Because I felt like that's mm-hmm. just another way of the show slowly dying. And that was kind of against what we the reason we were ending it in the first place. But the more feedback we got, and the more that I really thought about it, and how much I really love doing this, who cares if that's how we go out? Yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. the conclusion I came to. Who gives a crap. I'm just going to say it. A yeah. harsh word, I know. Oh, if we go out on top. PG-13. We like doing it. The fans enjoy it. Who cares if there's only 10 people listening at the end? As long as there are 10 people yeah. who love it. So that's so, what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. The big announcement is the show is not officially ending. Uh, we are just going to... We just won't have a set schedule. So if you choose to stick around with us, just know there may be some times when it's very slow. Mm-hmm. Heck, there may be some times when we put out a couple and it's strange. It might be as slow as Genesis Gems. It might be. <laughs> Sorry, Genesis Gems. Sorry, we guys. We do love you. But yeah, uh, we don't know. But we're telling you this up front. So if you want to stick with us, we would greatly appreciate it. If uh, if you would choose not to, we get it. Because mm-hmm. there's plenty of podcasts that I love that were stopped being consistent and I kind of fell off of them. It just kind of happens. But this is literally, just remember... No matter how inconsistent we get, this is literally because of you fans. Yeah, we were going to end it. We had already told Chris we're not, we weren't pulling anybody's chain. We were ending it. It was done. Yes, it is completely. You can thank, you can pat yourselves on the back, and all you who <laughs> never joined our social media or scream at yourselves if you yes. went against what you want. All you who never joined our social media or messaged us, you can thank these people if you enjoy the show. Yeah, <laughs> because it's really because of you guys and girls. I mean, that's the reason we're not killing it off. Yeah, you can think of this as the end of an era for Retro Bliss. I think it Retro is. Bliss season one is finished. We'll put it yes. that way. The first season, I'm going to say, quote unquote, great season of Retro <laughs> Bliss when it's scheduled and you can and you can uh, 
know it's coming when it's coming. Uh, that's that's done. So this is the last of that. But it's still going to continue on. Just to be, it'll just be it'll be the same show. I think because yeah. we're us. I like our format. Yeah, we're not going to change that. We just can't tell you when they're going to come out or what the all that stuff's going to be. But it'll be games we really want to cover. So yes. I think we're going to be excited about every single yes. episode. And that includes bad games. There are some bad games yep. that I want to play. Yep. <laughs> There's some LJNs we haven't touched that I want to try. And if we both have a week where we're not doing much, you might get two episodes in a week. Who knows? It could happen. Yeah, it could or happen. we might not get one for two years. I mean, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't think it'll go that long. Yeah, it won't go that long. <laughs> no. And we I enjoy think, it too much. I think it leads to our Patreon. Yep. Let's go ahead and discuss that. Uh, we're going to keep it. Uh, we decided that we're going to keep our Patreon. we're greedy. We already told you what we're spending the money on. Yeah. yeah. Not- so how do you feel about that? How yeah. does that make you feel? Yes. <laughs> do you feel good about yourselves? <laughs> if so, uh, we're just going to tell you, we're still going to keep giving you a, probably one piece of audio a month for it. Yeah. But just know if you, if you don't feel like you can keep paying for a show, that may not even post more than once a month. We understand completely. Please don't feel like you need to keep doing it. Yeah. If you need to cancel it, please cancel it. Uh, but if you want to keep supporting us, obviously we welcome that. So we're just going to keep both the tiers because I don't think anybody contributed at the higher tier because they really wanted to vote. You just did that because you believe in the show. Yeah. So we're or if you just, or I think I'm glad you said that. If you're at the five dollar tier and you want to go down to the one dollar tier, do it. Don't do that. No. Oh, <laughs> Johnny, you're a terrible salesman. No, really, just do what you need to do. Yeah. But just know that it will continue to, I'm using air quotes, support Retro Blist. Yes. In the way it has been, more than likely. Yes. Though, to be honest, if we're recording less often, that means we're buying less food. Because I'm not going to just buy food with Patreon money unless we're meeting to record. Right. We always did if we're meeting to record. So we can actually just like save up and buy a nice cake. Yes. <laughs> It might be something kind of cool for the show if we yeah. have more money saved up. But I'm just saying, you will get at least one episode a month of bonus content. I think that might be how we're going to continue so, doing our spinoffs. Uh, the, yeah. The Trevor's Obsessions and the Johnny's. That's a good idea. Uh, and the, I probably should have discussed this before. We're yeah, but, it's happening right now. <laughs> before we're doing it right now, live on air. I think it's a good way to keep doing the side shows, as we'll make those Patreon exclusives. So. Yeah. So that's up to you, but we are going to keep it. We're not going to do the voting thing anymore, though, because... Yeah, that, that's gone. Because we want to cover games we really want to cover. Yeah. So, but I hope that's good news for everybody. I know that was a lot of talking. <laughs> We're excited about it. Please don't feel like we've been pulling your chains. That you, was, tr- you resurrected us. We This show was done until all your comments. So I hope that makes you feel good. Yeah, we were literally, honestly, we were dead serious about ending this. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you to everybody. Uh, the show's not going away. It's just going to change slightly. Yeah. Uh, so this could have been a bunch of ado about nothing. Yeah. Maybe. It could be. But Trevor, <laughs> I think it's kind of time that we uh, we got a special thing happening here at the end. Well, let's tune in and find out. Yeah, let's, let's turn the channel here. Here we go. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys some other time. Yeah. Here we go. No one told you life was going to be this way. Oh. Oh. Scientist Trevor, are, are you there? Oh, I feel like I've been asleep for 32 years. Oh, where are we? My eyes burn. Scientist Johnny. Oh, go. Why is the dust of the earth glowing green? I don't understand. Why, uh, why is there a, a, a flying car that says 
McDonald's is our overlord. This has got to be a good sign, right? We're, I think we're in the future. It's the future. Were we chronologically? We're crocogenically frozen. frozen. Oh, and man. We woke up in this terrible future. Or we actually don't know if it's terrible or not, to be fair. We're just really negative. We were very negative people. Oh, my gosh. What are we... What are we supposed to do now? We don't know anybody. We don't have any friends. I mean, we can well, tolerate each other barely. That didn't change. That, no, that, that didn't part change. didn't change. We've been fired from every company, but maybe there's new companies now. I like how you think. Why don't we turn on the radio and see see what's happening? Speaking of radio, do you think podcasts are still around? Podcasts? I don't know. Did anybody ever care about podcasts? Maybe that's why we're brought into the future. We're supposed to bring back podcasts. You know what? I'm thinking of the one podcast we could bring back. You know what that is? Retro Blist! <laughs>